Hi, this is Chef Jessica Leibovich, and you are listening to the Prosperous Personal Chef Podcast. I have over two decades of experience owning a personal chef business, and I will be sharing everything I know and more to help you start and sustain a prosperous personal chef business. How's everybody doing today? Happy Saturday. I'm going to be talking really quick about what you can do to keep your clients happy for many years to come. And when I say many years, I'm talking watching. Tell me what your questions are. Just pop them up. I'm glad I can see the comments. So I have been, uh, have clients who still work with me after 20 years. And even if I haven't talked to them in four or five years, they happily will hand over their credit card to me, hand over money to me, and trust that I'm going to take care of them. And I want to share how I do that. Um, and I think it's so important because, you know, that is really going to be the backbone of your personal chef business. It doesn't matter how many clients you get. It doesn't matter how many clients, you know, you get to, to buy your offers if you can't keep them because that's going to be the longevity of your business. So what is it you're asking me? Here's what it is. I'm waiting to see if we have a few more people join. It's so important. Okay, think about it. These people are asking you to do something that they could really, you know, ask other people. So they're going to pay you a lot of money. They're handing over important information to you. They're giving you their credit card, they're giving you the keys to their house sometimes or access to their house. They're sharing important health information with you. So what is it that they need from you? They need to trust you. So the number one thing that you can do to keep your clients with you for years to come is to build trust, to build their trust in you. They have to trust you. Okay. So it's not just about making amazing food. That is definitely part of it. But you are going to have a long-term relationship with your clients. You are going to have a relationship with them for many, many years. If you're not married, you're probably... Yeah, this could be one of the longest relationships that you have, right? With uh, other than family members. I mean, some of my clients, I literally have... I think back, like I've had been cooking for them for maybe 24 years or more. I mean, it's crazy to think about it, but you know, when you have that long-term relationship, you have to build trust. So what are the ways that you can do that? I want to share some ways that you can build trust with your clients that are really helpful to both you and your clients, because it's not just about, you know, the consistency and the authenticity. Yeah, that is important, but what it's really about is 
showing them that you're listening and showing them that you care. And there's different ways that you can do that. So let's say that you make something and it didn't turn out great. You didn't love it. One way that you can build trust is by remaking that at your own cost, at your own, like, own effort, your own labor. You know, you don't ask them for anything. You just remake it. You build trust. It takes time to build trust, but over time, you will build trust. I'll tell you a funny story. I had a client who, um, they were my client for probably over 17 years. I mean, they probably could have sent their their kids to culinary school twice over with how much they paid me. But there was one time I was cooking for them and I had pasta on the stove cooking in the water and I went to take the trash out and I got locked out of their house while the pasta was cooking on the stove and nobody was home. Um, I could not get into their house. I could not find them. I was afraid I was going to burn down their house. Um, I went to neighbors and nobody really, you know, could help me. Um, ultimately, I ended up having to break into their home through their bedroom window. And, you know, I just felt terrible. I mean, I literally, I think I broke a window. Um, but I figured it was that or burn the house down. And, you know, immediately I offered to accept responsibility through my liability insurance, pay for their window, um, pay for any damages. It turned out they didn't ask me to do that, um, which is kind of ironic that they didn't even want me to do that. But, you know, it helps build trust over time to accept your mistakes and show them that you care. Another way to build trust is to really show them that you're listening. Asking for, you know, if they like something or if they don't like something. If they don't like something, you know, really making that effort to make sure that the next time that you have something that they really like. So these are ways that you can build trust. But building trust is the number one thing that you can do to keep your clients with you for years to come. Think about it. If they trust you enough to give you their credit card information, to let you be in their home when no one's there, to share personal health health information with you, then they are probably going to tr keep you around for many years, right? They're not going to want to start over with a new chef and build that. And I think a lot of people miss the mark there, you know, that when they're talking about their personal chef business. You know, we talk about what kind of offers are you going to make or what, you know, what kind of food are you going to make or what are you going to charge them? And that's all important. You have to charge enough. You have to make enough. But you are not going to build a prosperous personal chef business off of one-time clients. It, you're, you will get burnt out. It's just exhausting to have to constantly find new clients. You want to have clients who really seek you out and who, you know, continue to use your services, you know, whether it's for important occasions, um, for events, or, you know, you're their go-to personal chef, regardless of their needs. You don't want to have to continue over and over again to get new clients. It's just exhausting. So that is the backbone is to consistently keep your clients. So when you can have clients who have been with you 
for many years and you have several different people, you're going to have that consistent income that gets you out of that fight or flight mode. And that's really, you know, something that that is what will end entrepreneurship is that fight or fight or flight mode and that feast or famine. It's like, okay, I have to have money right now and I don't have any, right? It's that feast or famine is just, it breaks you. It's like you want that consistency and you're only going to get that from regular clients. And that's through building trust and building relationships with them. So you can't be the type of chef who has that ego of like, you know, I'm going to make it and it's going to be great and you're going to love it. It's like, no, that's not what it's about. It's about how can I serve you? How can I spoil you as my client? And then did you, did you feel it? Did you love what I made for you? And if you didn't, tell me about it. What didn't you like? And how can we make it better? And I don't want you to have to see that again. I mean, that's what you want to come with and to build trust. It's, it's really about listening to your clients, taking ownership for any mistakes that you have, being definitely like honoring all of their information very safely. You know, especially if they're giving you personal health information, you want to keep that safe. And you want to make sure that you respect that and you show them that you respect that. Um, and I personally feel like that's really why so many of my clients stay with me for so long. Because I really try to make sure that their space is really honored of what they want. And they, I like when I'm working with them, I may have many other clients that need something from me at that moment. But if I'm with my client, they are they are it at that moment. I'm gonna give them 100% of my attention and all of my communication with them is gonna be about, you know, how can we make this service work for them? Because you're a luxury service, right? This is a VIP service. This is a something that not everybody gets to have and you wanna make it them feel that way. You wanna make them feel special. So and that's how you do it, building trust. I don't, see any questions and I'm so bummed I cannot share this with my group I need to figure out how to do that there has to be a way um, to do that so um, anywho if anybody has any questions let me know um, I just you know I do go over this in my course the prosperous personal chef which is all about starting and sustaining a personal chef business it teaches you from the ground up how to start it um, just really if you have not started yet it's a really great investment um, if you already started or if you just started it's a really great investment as well because you really can make sure that you've covered everything you're not missing anything if you're having trouble getting clients or you're not sure what to charge, um, there's some really great information in there. But for those of you who have been in business and you know, you're kind of struggling to get going, um, I have something that I'm really excited about. It's the Prosperous Personal Chefs Toolkit. And I am working on it. My whole team is working on it right now. Um, it has so much information. It's over a hundred pages of information. And a lot of it is literally, I'm just giving you stuff. I'm giving you menus, 
with pricing. So if somebody, you know, wants a sit down event, it's like, bam, here's the menu and here, here how much it is. So you don't have to think about it as much. Um, of course, you can change it and make it your own. There's also ready to go business plans that I've filled out in there, client assessments. Um, there's the Prosperous Personal Chef's Guide to Getting High Paying VIP Clients. Um, there's the Mindset to Being a Prosperous Personal Chef. Um, there's all about pricing. There's personal chef pricing and there's personal chef menus. So there's so much information that I included in there. So I'm super excited for that to launch. Um, hopefully by the end of this month. Anywho, I don't see any questions. Um, hopefully that gave you a little bit of insight on really how to keep your clients happy for years to come and have them really stay with your services for many years. Like I said, I've have clients who still after 24 years still use my services and it's other clients who I may not speak to for years at a time and then we'll just hand over their credit card information um, to hire me again and it's such an honor to be able to work with people like that um, I love it it makes things so much easier so um, hopefully that helps and I'm happy that uh, it's able to hop on today This is Chef Jessica Leibovich, and thank you for listening to the Prosperous Personal Chef podcast. If you want to know more about growing a prosperous personal chef business, be sure to sign up for my free masterclass at www.chefjessica.com. I hope you have enjoyed what you have heard and gained a bit of wisdom on growing your personal chef business. If so, please share it with others so they can grow their business as well. That's all for this episode. See you next time.